This is Inner Healing Paths podcast. Here we discuss the healing of the mind, body, soul, and spirit through a variety of different paths. We have emotional and spiritually minded conversations centering on ancestral healing, psychology, astrology, yoga, meditation, magic, and indigenous spiritual practices of the world. I am your host, Rosa Shetty, and I am so happy you are here. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Rosa, and this episode is about the inner child and shadow work. And this is actually a very broad subject, so I'm going to do my best to give you or to synthesize the what is essential, what is it that is practical, what are some of the things that you need to know, and start practicing some shadow work through the concept of your inner child. And I'm going to start off with a quote by one of my favorite spiritual teachers and author, Deepak Chopra. And the quote goes like this. We are all aware of having dark impulses, which include hatred, fear, and aggression. These impulses arise from the unconscious and our normal response is to keep them there. We push the dark side out of sight, yet it doesn't go away. It seeks expression as all energies will. So what is the shadow? The shadow represents traits deep within ourselves, most of the time hidden from our conscious awareness. The way I see the shadow is from the perspective of internal family systems. You know, as you know, I am a trauma therapist and internal family systems or IFS for short is a trauma therapy model that is very popular right now. It talks about how within us are different parts and all these parts come to the surface when they're triggered or when needed to keep us safe, to keep us alive, to keep our nervous system intact, our emotional well-being. Some of these parts are very helpful and others are not so helpful. So from internal family systems, we see the shadow or the darker, maybe maybe the, the more difficult emotions as parts within us. The term shadow was actually coined by Carl Jung. He was a psychoanalyst around the time of Freud. So when Carl Jung talked about the shadow, he meant it as a part that we don't see or we wish to deny that it even exists. So for so many folks, this can look as just not wanting to acknowledge a specific feeling or emotion because we feel shame around it or we feel anger around it. Or sometimes we just have blinders on and we just don't see it as hidden from our conscious awareness. So Carl Jung coined this term to mean these these more difficult 
big, complicated emotions. And a lot of times we just do not want to deal with or are not able to access because we're completely unaware that they're even operating within our system, within our, our mental and emotional and sensory wise and physical system. But what we do know about parts, going back to internal family systems theory, is that parts, even the ones that are difficult, all parts were developed for a reason. There was, there was a purpose at a certain point to, for these parts to come about, whether that was to keep us alive in a very abusive environment, or maybe it was a part that was in charge of us being able to focus on academics and being able to be at school and not bring all of the, the issues and difficulties of our home life into school. So that part actually helped us survive and develop in this society. So all parts have a purpose. The problem is that as we evolve, as we grow and expand in our life, some of these parts no longer serve the same purpose. And sometimes they get in the way of our relationships or our healing or even our careers. So that's why it's so important to be able to understand how these parts come up or show up for you on a day-to-day -day basis. And of course, if they're unconscious, that is a very difficult task to do because by definition, unconscious drives or urges or complicated emotions, we're not aware that we're operating under this, this system or this conditioning. But there are some tools and some techniques, and we're going to practice one today to help you to begin to tap in to some of these more unconscious uh, ideas, impulses, drives, uh, or, you know, what we call our shadow parts. And also one of the things that is so fascinating about this topic is that some, some of us carry quote unquote shadow parts that don't even belong to us or didn't start within with, with our lifetime or with our actions they go way back maybe with our ancestors or with our parents we're talking maybe parts related or shadow parts related to racialized trauma um, oppression misogyny you know all of the difficulties of the world sometimes these become shadow parts within us and they did not belong to us but by being part of this society, we are impacted and we carry some of these burdens. In the internal family systems theory, these are known as legacy burdens. But basically it refers to things that we carry in our life and that impact us that do not belong or if they belong to us, maybe they didn't start with us, but now given the life experiences that we've had, we've expanded and now they're very much part of our own journey. And again, it's one of those things that if we're not aware, we're not conscious of what is operating within our system, then we end up repeating a lot of these cycles or toxic patterns across all areas of life, whether it's relationship, uh, friendships, uh, relationship with parents or siblings or your own children, relationships with coworkers or career. So these have the ability to just filter through 
all areas of life. So I'm going to give you a few examples of how your shadow parts or your shadow show, how do they show up for you? How do they show up in your day-to-day -day life? In general, we can say that the shadow is manifested through the negative beliefs that you have about yourself and the world. So if you're familiar with cognitive behavioral therapy in, in, in for short CBT, CBT emphasizes the concept of core beliefs okay and especially the negative core beliefs that impact your life for example the belief that i'm not good enough i'm not worthy of blank things never work out for me i will never have enough people always lie or hurt or steal or take advantage from me these are toxic beliefs so your shadow parts the difficult parts within yourself show up through your self-concept in the concept that you have of the world. Most of the time we're looking, when we're trying to identify our shadow, we're going to be looking at things such as um, shame. You know, what brings you shame? What brings you a, a deep sense of fear, anger, despair, even numbness, revenge, and hatred? When you're experiencing some of these emotions, it can be an opportunity to go within and self-reflect self on your shadow parts and how in that moment is showing up for you and what triggered you to enough for these shadows, for the shadow parts, sorry, to show up in your life. Carl Jung said that in order to begin healing, we must confront our shadow and we must show them the light. Okay, so there's a quote and I'm going to read it to you. It says, to confront a person with their shadow is to show them their own light. So what I like, I, what I like about this quote is that it, it kind of, it, it talks about the fact that all of our emotions lead to the core of our humanity. There are no wrong emotions. You are entitled to feel everything that you feel, whether that's despair, whether that is shame, guilt, hatred. Okay. You are entitled to your emotions. You're not enti necessarily entitled to all the actions that you want to take based on those emotions. So we can work with the emotions, but the action, once you bring out the emotions into your day-to-day -day life through an action, then that's when we must be careful, right? Because once we do something that involves another person or involves a specific manipulation of our environment, then that's it. It's done. Emotions come and go actions cannot be taken back actions cannot be undone so i i want to emphasize that although all emotions are welcome it's really important to give ourselves enough pause and enough um, compassion and awareness to be able to reflect on what we're experiencing emotionally before we take a specific action that can hurt, involve, 
or either yourself or others. So in general, to begin healing, we must invite our shadow parts back into awareness by acknowledging the shadow parts and letting them or giving them permission and the right to exist, to be, and with a clear message that they will no longer be ignored, rejected, suppressed, that we will work through these emotions, these parts, as they're showing up before we take a concrete action that can change our life, our relationship, that can change the life of somebody else. Okay, so it is really, really important to first acknowledge your feelings and your emotions, to work through these shadow parts before you take a specific action towards your environment or someone else or yourself. So that is it for this episode. I'm going to be releasing the second part to to this topic. Uh, and so be on the lookout for that. And the second part is going to be of me guiding you through two separate exercises to help you connect with your shadow parts and with your inner child. These exercises are powerful. So I want to do them separately because I want to give you an opportunity to prepare mentally and to prepare your environment to, to journey with me through the, through the lens of shadow work and inner child. So now it's time for our meditation. I want to invite you to find a place where you will not be interrupted for at least five minutes. And when you're there, gently close your eyes, start taking deep breaths, inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your mouth. And just notice how it feels to be seated in this moment with your eyes closed, breathing in and out, about to embark on a guided imagery exercise. Begin seeing yourself walking down a road. Look down at your feet. See your feet moving, walking. As you continue on this road, see the scenery surrounding you. Continue walking until you suddenly see a house in the distance. As you move closer, you begin to notice its details. What features stand out? As you get closer, you begin to walk around the house, looking at it as you walk. Now you are halfway around. Take particular note of the details of the house as you continue to walk around it. Now, Allow yourself to return where you were when you started. When you walked around the house. Do you notice a way to get in? Perhaps through the front door or a back door. See if you can find a door to get into the house. Once you find that door, allow yourself into the house. What do you see? 
you see inside this house. Explore the living room, hallway, kitchen, bathrooms, any other room that stands out. As you continue exploring, you notice a secret door leading to a hidden room. As you get so curious, you open the secret door, go inside the room. What do you see as you open the door to the secret room? What is there? What objects? Who is there? Just notice whatever comes up. There is no right or wrong. You're just observing. Observe any emotions that come through for you. Just notice. And stay here for a few seconds. Exploring or connecting with whatever or whomever is in this room. Now let's get ready to leave the secret room. Allow yourself back out, back into the main part of the house. Allow yourself to walk out, outside of the house. And begin walking away from the house. You may glance at it one more time. Just noticing. Continue walking further and further away from this house back into your room, your space where we started. When you are ready, you can open your eyes. Once you are done with this exercise, journal everything that came through for you, any symbols, words, anything that, that came through while doing this meditation, write it down. I always say that when we're doing a guided imagery or guided exercise, a lot of times what comes through, if we don't write it down right away, we forget. It's like a dream. So make sure you write it down so you can keep track of your progress. Remember this meditation, you can go back to it at any time you want. You can do it as many times as you want, and you will see different things in this little room, this secret hidden room. For a lot of people that I've done this, for a lot of my clients that I've done this exercise with, they tend to see their inner child and they engage and they have a conversation and sometimes it's very difficult and a lot of emotions come through. Sometimes it's very beautiful and pleasant and joyful. There is no right or wrong. This is your journey. This is your process. Write it down, share it with a friend or someone you trust or with your therapist. And that is it for now, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you all next time. Take care.